Hi, this is Ann Cavera with Speeding Past 80. And I'm not really sure what I'm talking about today. I know I want to talk about family because I just came from lunch with my daughter-in-law. We try to go to lunch once each summer and that kind of fell apart during the pandemic. But I just spent the most wonderful two hours talking to someone whose company I really enjoy. I feel so fortunate that we have the gift of family. It means a lot at this point in life. So I'm going to talk about family, but in order to do that, we have to talk about apple pies first. You see, the good thing about making apple pies is that you have a lot of time to think about other things. I realized this one summer when I was making apple pies for the parish summer social. We were new in the parish, and I wanted to contribute. And so I asked what I could do, and somebody said, well, uh, make apple pies. That sounded good. I like making apple pies. And so I did, but I forgot to ask how many. Well, being new, I really didn't want to fall short. So I decided to make nine apple pies. Nine apple pies. I'm standing in the kitchen at 6 a.m. and I'm rolling out crust for several apple pies. I'd gone to the grocery store the day before, and the clerk looked at the bags of apples on the checkout counter, and she said, you must really like apples. I said, well, they're for pies. She said, how many? I said, nine. How long's that going to take, she said. I began to get the feeling that making one apple pie might be an all-afternoon thing for her. Not too long, I said. You see, you assembled the ingredients in batches. The night before you want to make the apple pies, you make all the crust, stored in nine little batches in the refrigerator. When you get up the next day, make the filling for three pies. Then you roll out the crust for three pies, put the filling on, and bake them. Now while those three are baking, you make the filling for the next batch. So then you have three pies cooling, three in the oven, and you're making the last three pies. Well, within two or three hours, you've got nine pies. Well, maybe it's a little longer than two or three hours. But it's not impossible. You can get nine pies in a morning or an afternoon. But that's not the problem. You see, there are a lot of recipes for pie, and none of them tell you everything you need to know. None of them say that pie has to be made slowly, carefully, giving you time and space to think about other things. The recipe always says to make the crust with cold water. Okay, they don't tell you to put ice cubes in a large glass of water. Let it get so cold it will frost the measuring spoon. Crust recipes seldom say to handle the dough as little as possible. Nor do they tell you to put some muscle behind the rolling pin to make the crust so thin you can hold it up and see daylight on the other side. No recipe tells you to make an extra amount of dough so that you'll have enough for a fancy little edge around the top crust. They all say cinnamon goes in the filling, but throwing in a pinch of cloves and nutmegs will give you a sharper flavor. Recipes won't tell you how to make a little foil sleeve to cover the rim before you put the pies in the oven, or that you'd better keep large sheets of foil handy to spread over the tops of the pies the last 20 minutes so they don't get too brown. In fact, recipes never tell you most of what you really need to know about making apple pies. 
You see, that's the way it is with making family, building a home. There are tons of shows on TV to tell people how to decorate a house, how to buy furniture and accessories. Every day, shows explore all kinds of ways to create family, from finding a mate, marriage, how to straighten out bratty kids, how to organize a home or keep it neat and clean. Shows talk about money management and how to cook great meals. What we never talk about is how to have a home that feeds the spirit. What about prayer in the center, love in the middle, and discipline to do things right around the edges? Nobody talks about those things, maybe because they're more difficult. They take time, thought, energy, and tons and tons of love, forgiveness, kindness. Those are the secret ingredients. 500 years ago, men of science tried to find a way to turn lead into gold. It was called alchemy. Today, making a house into a home that will nourish the spirit or even making common apples into pies is almost as elusive a skill as turning lead into gold. When you're building your home, make sure you put in plenty of those little ingredients that nobody tells you about. But if you look and listen to people who have the kind of family that sticks together, loves one another, accepts flaws, you'll find all of those little secret ingredients. Thanks to my daughter-in-law for a lovely lunch. It's been a great day. This is Speeding Past 80 with Ann Cabrera. Please join me here again next week for another episode. And if you're looking for your next step in life, check out Brian Elaine at Finding Your Next Calling. He's got a great thing going there. I've joined and I hope you will too.